0: Is Universal Orlando worth the price? That's what we're talking about on today's podcast.
1: We're going to talk about a few things. We're going to list three or so items that are included at Universal Orlando Resort. That's correct, because everybody
0: always asks us, Is Disney is great, but it's getting a little pricey. Is Universal a cheaper alternative? I'm not sure if it's actually a cheaper alternative, but it may be an alternative nonetheless.
1: All right, let's start things off with, is Universal Studios... We're talking about the one in Florida, in Orlando, Universal Studios. Is it worth it?
0: I never actually thought it was. There was a (laughs) long time there where we didn't think Universal was worth it, and we never went. But as our kids get older and they enjoy a little bit more excitement in the the rides that are available there, I do. I think it's worth it for sure. You got to go. It's almost become a point where it used to be you go to Disney, and maybe you go to Universal. I think Universal has done such a good job lately that it's becoming where well, you go to Orlando and you split your time at Universal and Disney.
1: Yeah, I think that it matters more about the, the age group of your kids and yourself. If you don't have kids and you're just going alone, are you a thrill seeker? Because I f- think that this type of park, if you don't like coasters, it might not be the place for you. There's a lot of high thrill attractions here.
0: Yeah, definitely if you have older kids too, it's a great alternative because there's always this this point in kids' age where they ask themselves, do I really want to go to Disney anymore? Is it is it something that I'm interested in still? And even though as an adult, it's okay to like Disney. There's that teenage years for kids where they they seem to question whether they should like it or not.
1: They're trying to be cool or whatever, and they don't want to admit that it's actually cool to stay young and be a kid as long as possible. But yeah, I agree. And this park is one of the parks where you can kind of convince them to go kind of breaks the ice. Like, Hey, all right, we won't go to Disney, but we'll go to universal. And it just seems like that's acceptable, at least for teenagers of in our experience. So it's around a hundred and it's all right. Let's first say the tickets for one day is about 109 per day for adults, 10 and up. 104, it's not that much difference for three to nine. So all in all, I think it is worth the price.
0: Yeah, it, listen, it's a great park. I do think that there's a lot to do there, and um, especially where the location of Universal, I think not necessarily like where it is in Orlando, but the locations of the theme parks together in the proximity to each other beats Orlando's bubble. Yeah, You know, you get to go from one park to another relatively easily. It's almost like you're in California with Disneyland and California Adventure. And then Volcano Bay, which is a far superior water park, in my opinion, is not that far away.
1: Far superior as far as going against Disney? Yeah. Oh, okay. I like
0: Volcano Bay. I like
1: it, too. I'm just saying that I think that... Both Volcano Bay and Disney water parks are pretty awesome. I just it's hard for me to choose one versus the other. I I think we did a whole episode on that on our regular podcast. If you guys want to go listen to that, it is really deep dive into both. I guess Volcano Bay we did against Typhoon Lagoon because those are the two more comparables. But you can take a listen and see what you think on that.
0: Yeah, just Google Typhoon Lagoon versus Volcano Bay and we'll come up.
1: Oh, we will. Yeah, nice. All right. Speaking of park to park, you mentioned Disney. I'm sorry, you you mentioned Universal and then being easy access to both parks. So with two park one day ticket, you could do both Universal Studios in Florida and Islands of Adventures in uh, Islands of Adventure in one day. What do you think about that? It starts at one sixty four and goes up. It just it prices vary depending on the season. So if it's like a really high yeah, you, If it is a season that is popular, like Halloween or Christmas prices go up.
0: Yeah, supply and demand. Well, yeah. That's how businesses run. The more people want it, the more higher a price it's going to be.
1: So the difference here is not only do you get to visit two parks in one day, you get to see pretty much a lot of the attractions in both parks in one day, but you also get to, it's the only chance you get to ride the Hogwarts Express between Hogsmeade Station and King's Cross Station.
0: I think I like Hogsmeade Express. The only thing I don't like about it as somebody who doesn't like to be around other people that much
1: yeah, <laughs> is
0: the fact that it's a quiet, small little car that you're in with potentially other people.
1: Fair enough. Not
0: my favorite thing in the world.
1: Not the best with introverts and you're kind of forced to sit with people you don't know. Get but that. it is
0: pretty cool to go from park to park on a ride.
1: I was going to say, that is actually brilliant of Universal to do because Yes, having a park-to-park option is pretty cool. We see that in Disneyland. So a lot of times we'll go and we want to do park-to-park from Disneyland to California Adventure. But there's no cool transportation. You just walk across the parking lot and get into the park. This kind of makes you feel like you're missing out all in all. Because if you don't have a park-to-park, you cannot ride this. This
0: This was a brilliant business strategy. Yeah. Because they say, you know what? Here's an idea. I
1: basically said that. Just We're
0: going to do a Hogwarts Express because people want that. Right. But here's the deal. They're going to have to buy a park-to-park pass, otherwise they're not going to be able to do it.
1: And it's going to be an epic ride. Yes, I agree with what Bruce was saying earlier about if you're an introvert and don't love being in close quarters with possibly the chance of being with strangers – it can get a little uncomfortable but that being said it is a pretty cool and immersive you really feel like you're in the movie
0: yeah it was fun the only thing i didn't like is we were stuck in there with other people and that was weird
1: they were so nice though they were
0: nice but it was awkward I'm not and gonna i lie.
1: always try to like make up for the awkwardness by doing small talk which makes it worse yeah it makes
0: like, it, it makes it more awkward because it, you always feel a little you feel yeah, no, the I pressure of me not communicating right and I guess what constantina what's up it's okay not to talk to people
1: I, i'm learning as i go trust me I'm not proud. I can feel the tension. In fact, that just makes me talk even more. It's kind kind of like Stranger Things with Robin when she just kind of babbles and babbles when she's nervous.
0: Did you also walk late as a child? I actually did.
1: Wow. All right, so we're both saying what? universal.
0: Yes, go try it out. Worth the price.
1: Now, park to park, worth the price. Yes,
0: worth worth the price.
1: Wow, I'm actually surprised because it's actually your money that you don't have to do it every.
0: You don't have to do it every single time, but a, a one time on Hogs Hogsword Express, yeah. is worth it for one time.
1: I think that it is worth the price. I think that it, like you said, you have to at least try it once. I think that you're always gonna feel like you didn't have a full. Experience at Universal Orlando and not really understand what the hype is between both parks if you don't actually ride that ride.
0: That being said, I don't think you need to do it multiple times. Like I've True. done it once, and I'm okay with never doing it again.
1: Yeah, riding the train is cool at least once. It is expensive, and we're the type of people that if you give us the option to park hop, we will. And the problem with that is that we'll never feel satisfied at either park. So we'll be like, oh, I wonder what their wait time if this ride is and we end up doing way more and wasting time.
0: True, but other unlike Disney, it's so close together that yeah. the transportation t- time frame that you have with Disney is not necessarily in the equation with Universal.
1: Yeah, but I guess what I mean is I, that didn't really make sense. What I meant was- Because you
0: could go from one attraction yeah. in part, one park to another relatively quickly. On no, Disney, that's a four-hour ordeal.
1: Totally. Ex- I completely agree with you, so it's much easier. But what I mean by wasting time, is like wasting brain space of like wondering- what the Velocicoaster ride is the oh, well, you could time. just be like me and
0: have no brain space available. You'll be <laughs> fine, You'll be good to go. That
1: that I'll try that. Okay, so there you go. So I I think for one or two times, I think it's worth the price. I think beyond that, you got to know what kind of traveler you are, what kind of person you are, because if you're the type of person that needs to always be wondering what the next thing is and not really be in the moment, this is not a good option for you. All right. To wrap things up, let's talk about, since I feel like we're in the wizarding world of Harry Potter vibe right now, talking about Hogwarts Express. What about for food, for dining, the Leaky Cauldron?
0: I wasn't, I feel like I was never into anything before I try it. Like you gotta like have low expectations, try everything out, leave whatever preconceived notion you have about anything uh, outside. Yeah. Because there's so many experiences that I initially didn't want to do.
1: I mean that's and really then cool. I did yeah <laughs> and
0: I enjoyed it, but maybe that's what makes it enjoyable because it's it's low expectations.
1: Okay, I'll give you that. But I'm in. It's called stress when you're married to that person. That is also <laughs> I have I to like to drag you into these places, un- You don't want to go. So this is, by the way, Wizarding World of Harry Potter in Diagon Alley, Leaky Cauldron. It's a quick service type dining. If you haven't tried it, I think it's worth the price. But it also depends on when, you, when you're going because it can be very busy. And it, yeah,
0: of, well, it was. When it's very busy in there, I don't know if I would necessarily try it out, but here's a little thing that we did. And we did this not because we're a strategist and we have all these exclusive tips. We stumbled upon this. We went to Universal Studios one day where they were. are giving tips? I'm going to give a tip, but yeah. I don't know if it's actually a tip. It just happened to us. Okay. We were there. It was like one of those days where they were having a special event at night for people who live in Orlando. And the park closed for regular guests at 6 o'clock. And we went, thinking we were smart, let's spend the day at Volcano Bay and then head over to Universal Studios later. We got there around 3 o'clock, got to the Leaky Cauldron around four thirty, five o'clock, and it was dead.
1: Yeah, because who's going to waste their time eating well, that's while the, the park's closing? That's the
0: secret. Like, we didn't know. I don't know. And we had the greatest time ever, though, eating that meal because we got so many pictures. We got to relax. There was nobody around us. It was
1: great. I can totally feel people watching this and rolling their eyes at the
0: very moment.
1: Well, you can do breakfast here. So that's a, a good option. So it's breakfast and lunch if you, I think it does get crowded around lunchtime, but the food is really good. And I actually, that's one thing that has surprised me over the years with Orlando Universal is that it is something that I always thought they didn't have great food. Maybe it was just got a couple of times that we just got a bad meal and I just kind of judged them from that and just stuck with me. But recently. I'm finding that their food is actually pretty tasty.
0: You know what? I think every park has its good food and bad food. It's just about finding and experiencing it and figuring out what you like and what you don't like. Because I think there are some things that could be probably bad, like the pizza at Universal we tried once. Don't ever do that.
1: I didn't think it was that bad.
0: It was horrible. No,
1: I liked it. Worst
0: pizza in the history of pizza. Um, that's pretty. I, that's pretty epic. I, and not only okay. that, but it was forty-seven dollars for a, a large, <laughs> uh, a, you know, a sixteen or twenty-inch pizza, which is outrageous. Uh, so you gotta just find out what you like.
1: Well, I guess that's true. But also, you are speaking of price of pizza. You are also spending quite a bit at any of these restaurants. So, like an, an entree at fish and chips is sixteen ninety-nine. It's not necessarily the biggest portion of fish and chips you're gonna get. But to me, I was satisfied knowing that I was. It was. Pretty tasty, pretty fresh. At least it tasted fresh. And it was a nice meal in a really cool themed restaurant. And I didn't have to feel like I was stuck there all the time.
0: The hardest part was trying to figure out what we wanted to get on the menu because there's so many options on there. But what we did was we just got three or four different things and we all just got a little bit of it and shared.
1: I think that's a really good strategy. If you're gonna give one tip of the show, that should have been it.
0: <laughs> don't go to don't go to Universal with two hours left before a special event and Get a couple of meals and split it. There you, there you go. Tip of the show.
1: Okay. That's going to do it. Thank
0: That's you so great. much. Don't forget to hit the subscribe button. If you want to subscribe to our regular podcast as well, the links for that are below this video. And also Snack Goals t-shirts are back. You can get the link for that down below as well.
1: We need a Snack Goal Universal one. I'm working on it. Okay. I'm
0: working on that Snack Goals Universal t-shirt those are for you.
1: Disney snacks. And I like how you snuck in the Tonga
0: Toast on there too. That's right. Okay. Tonga Toast for life. All right. See you next time.